Greetings guys, how are we doing? Welcome to the very first Thursday live stream here on Buzzing Potato. Joining me is Ian. Welcome back, mate. You've been you've been missing in action. I know. Have you been away? I've been sitting home doing the comments. Although I missed no, that, didn't I? He's I've been away. He's been sitting home happy. That's what you've been doing. He's been rejoicing. He's been so happy. So uh, how are we guys? Welcome to the show. Now today, there's a few things I'm not sure because a minute ago that, that camera went off a minute ago. Shut down, I don't know why it shouldn't have done. So we've got a backup just in case. And we've got, we got a guest and a half for you today. We've got Dave coming in from Canterbury Tales. Um, I think all, what I'll say is it was nice to know you all because I think he's going to get shut down. <laughs> Some of his stories that you're going to hear are going to be uh, different gravy, different gravy. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to bring Dave on in a minute. And uh, if you want to ask any questions, you can fire the questions down below and Dave will do his best to answer them. He's a character and a half is our Dave, and uh, as you're going to find out. And I'll, I'm going to nudge him for the story of his uh, of his. It was Rupert days when he was at the real uh, royal house with the uh, the lady of the manor, believe it or not. He's had a tap into that, fair play. So we're going to do a quick few hellos, and then I'm going to get Dave on, and then we're going to rock and roll. If the, if this one does go off, if this camera does go off, I have got a backup plan, and uh, what I'll do is I'll switch over. It says, Ian, your sound is very low. That's because you're not talking very loud. Talk louder. Talk louder. Yes, yeah, see? Now. Is that better? He's got to get some air in his lungs. You know what I mean? Bless him. He's only got two packets of crisps down there. his lungs. He's going to struggle. Right. Okay. So let's have a few hellos and we're going to get Dave on the show. Uh, Mike says, hi, Trevor. And all the guys second. Yeah. Well, well, welcome to the show, my man. Good to have you here. Uh, hi, Trevor. And you are 2 a.m. start killing me. Mate, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that it's 2 a.m., mate. But the trouble is it's 4 p.m. here. And if I don't get home in time, my missus is going to clip my ears because uh, she wants me out with tea. So I've got to do what I've got to do, mate. Uh, Iris, so hi, Trevor, here from a hot Brisbane. 22, 22 more sleeps. Uh, keep the head up and keep positive. Done nothing wrong by me. Had four great. Yep, yeah, cheers, mate. No problems. Uh, I can't say to you, if people keep saying to me, why am I not commenting back about what I know you're referring to? I can't for legal reasons, but trust me, it's, it's uh, inaction. It's inaction, my friend. Uh, starting to look like my trip might not be as much fun as I was hoping funds might be a bit tight. Well... I mean, you can always stop eating and just carry on drinking, can't you? Yeah. Eating's cheating anyway. If you, if you go on a bender, eating's cheating. You got to do. Uh, you got to do like non-stop drinking. Uh, I've got a question. When in March are they stopping the forty-five day on arrival? I don't honestly know the answer to that about the forty-five days being stopped. Truthfully, have you heard anything in? No. No. I haven't. No, Ian. I haven't. Um, I am going to go up and see the lady at Key Visa Thailand. Uh, you may or may not be aware. Sadly, Darren passed away. So I am going to go up and see her. She's going to take her. She's been with him 16 years. So she knows the industry inside out. She's always been a, his right-hand man as such. And uh, here we go. We've got, we got a, loud, a loud voice coming past me. Hang on. Oh, do you want to get a bubble potato? Thank you very much. It's on, it's on uh, Third Road, bubble potato, crack on, check it out. Uh, Jimmy says, good morning from a cold, dark, kill winning. Dave, have you ever heard of where kill winning is? you ever heard of kill winning? No, there you go. You ain't missed much. It's a tiny little postage stamp in the in the whole of Scotland, and there's about three people live there, and one of them's on here now. <laughs> uh, first beer of the evening, and I raced down to catch the stream. Good on you, mate. Happy days. Good on you, buddy. Uh, good afternoon, Trevi and everyone from a lukewarm surf coast. Uh, rest in peace, Ken Block. I've got to be honest with you, mate. I didn't know who Ken was. I've just had a quick Google. Uh, so, yeah, I understand he was involved in a, a ski mobile sort of... Uh, Snowmobile sort of thing, yeah. So, yeah, never. I'm 55 years old, never a good time to go, mate. So, uh, uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying there, my friend. Derek, afternoon there, Trevor, from a very wet Kimberley area, Western Australia. Western Australia, hey, fair play there. Right, we'll do a few more of those. Um, we'll get some of those yeah, done. Yeah. And then, uh, Derek, my support for the Ian Fang Club. He don't need any support. Mind you, saying that, he needs a new belt because he's getting fatter. And his trousers, his belt are running out of holes. He's on the very last one now. How many kilos you put on since you've been out there? 
Uh, it was 10, then I lost the Oh, here you go. I've lost before. Shut up. Six, six, the only thing you, eight, the only thing you lose is your wallet. That's because you don't know where it is because you hide it. Let me know. Uh, Mark says, oh, Pockets. Pockets is in the house. Hi, guys. Since when did you learn to read? Um, about the same time that you learned to play pool. That's why I'm still in learning. I'm still learning it. But no, we're at Canterbury Book Tales. Uh, Dave's going to come on the show in a minute. He's a great guy. And uh, we're at the, we are at the, I think, are you at the only bookshop here? Yeah, we are at the only bookshop in the whole of Pattaya. And uh, yeah, we're going to bring Dave on to come and say hello. It's a little bit noisy, so hopefully you can hear us. We're right on the edge of a main road here and everyone's going past. It's like, anyway, Big A, Big A's in the house. Hey, Dimmer, man. There's a book Dave has called How to Spend 40 Bar on a Mill for Your Missus. Buy that for Ian. <laughs> That's brilliant, oh, mate. Oh, I'm going to grass him up now. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he let his guard down. He let his guard down, right? So we were having a bit of banter in the uh, Discord, and there was a picture of him. He went out with Army. You went out with his didn't you? And Army's like looking like this. And I jokingly put a caption and said, Yeah, that he's just told you that's your last plate, darling. It's your only one. So eat it slowly. And by the way, we're going off. I showed him. He told him. Well, actually, Army paid for it. Oh, I took her out Unbelievable. drinking. I took her out drinking. She paid for the meal. She offered. She's paid for it. She I don't care if she offered. You say no. Well, she's working the it same thing. It doesn't matter. Oh, Matt, stop. Oh, You're digging a hole. You're digging a hole. It's tight. It's that tight. His ass squeaks when he walks down the road. She offered, so I said yes. You're unbelievable. <laughs> Anyone would think you're from Brighton. Uh, Benji, thank you very much, my friend. That's much appreciated. He's going to pass out because one of these days I'm going to make him pay for a meal. Uh, Dave says, morning, Trevor, being from a foggy peace haven. Mate, in Brighton, do the blokes pay for the meals or do they go ask with their missus like this tight, this tight dude? Oh, sometimes I buy, sometimes she does. Well, I, I spend a lot more than she does, I promise you that. Unbelievable. <laughs> She's offered, so he said yes. I would rather walk over hot coals and let it's my really missus. I would rather walk over hot coals and let my missus pay for dinner. Unbelievable. Uh, Richard said, book for April so that Ian Fanko can show him in person. Happy days, mate. Happy days. Right, we've got five more minutes. Five more minutes. I want to get Dave on. Uh, Ronnie says, hi, everyone. Currently sat offshore in the UK watching the show getting paid. Can't wait for my next visit. Well, when are you coming over, mate? Is that going to be this year, uh, early this year, later this year? When are you getting out here, mate? Come on out. Hi, fellas. Hope all is well. Say hi to Ian. We met in the dive bar along with Dean and the lovely beer. Yeah, beer is lovely. She rules the roost. I'll tell you what. Well, she can be. I'll tell you what. She can be fierce. I'll tell you what. If you were in a relationship with beer, you'd be well out. You wouldn't be getting away with, oh, you paid, darling. She'd have you in an headlock and she'd be giving you some left. She'd be saying, no, 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 you ain't got this right. Uh, you guys are streaming from the local library. Well, you could kind of call it a local library. This yeah. is this is Canterbury Tales. Um, what's the soy? Soy 8, isn't it? Soy Boncott. Dave, what, what soy are we on, mate? What's bon, this soy? Boncott 6. Bon soy. Six. So we're on Soy Boncott 6, uh, Canterbury Tales. It's a brilliant place. Come up if you want something. I'll tell you where this works really well. If you're on holiday, you are going to get downtime where you're going to go down on the beach. You're going to chill out. You're going to relax, all that kind of stuff. Come up here. Honestly, there are thousands of books here. We're going to talk about some of the most popular ones in a minute. Uh, but come up. Come up to the Canterbury Tales. Soy Boncott 6. Uh, come to Canterbury Tales. And uh, honestly, there's so many books in there. So, so many books. He's even got a placard of his new book coming out. I mean, talk about preparation. Unbelievable. Uh, Mr. Meldrick says, don't take advice from Trevor. No, 100%. What do you mean, Andrew? You can't. You got. When your missus offers to pay, you say no, darling. Yeah, no, they're sticking up for you now. Yeah, there you go. Unbelievable. Thank you very much, David. See, that's not sticking up for you, you bell end. No, that's saying sticking up for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Guys, yeah. we pay, girls play. Ask Dave, is business good? No disrespect. Who reads books? You'll be surprised. And I'll tell you what, when Dave comes on here, we'll ask that question. You'll be surprised. You really will. Uh, I didn't get a chance to join the bar call Friday. I didn't wake up till 2.30. Wow, 2.30. Oh, sorry, I have to put my sticker up. You, you need to speak louder. I need to speak louder, yes. He needs to yes. speak louder. He needs to, he needs to go from a normal he packet is. of Chris to a maxi pack. He needs to get a bit more air in him. A bit more air in him. Ian makes cheap Charlie look like Santa. He does, honestly, I, honestly, like I know when he's coming to the office because his ass squeaks. I can hear him. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah, Ian's on the way. Trev, did I hear right? Mo is going to, to co-driver. Oh, yeah. So what we're talking about there, if you didn't see the video, I did a video with Mo on the back seat and, and was riding me motorbike. And I love it a bit. She's brilliant. But my God, she's useless at directions. So I'm riding down the road. Bear in mind, I'm looking that way. 
she's on the back and she's going go that way go that way and i'm like which way that way what way's that way that way i'm like left or right over there i'm like oh my good god so yeah it's, it's not it's not healthy and you wonder why i got high blood pressure unbelievable hi to dave from all the class of 68 archbishop school canterbury from a peter mills he said he knows you well and by the way you owe him a tenner <laughs> Uh, Paul, asking if they sell private dance and cannot find it anywhere in any bookshop in my town. Well, I'm going to get Dave on in a second. We'll, we will come back to that. In fact, I'll tell you what, what are we getting yeah, on? Yeah, yeah we're yeah. going to get Dave on now. So just bear with me. Now, if the camera goes off, I'll do a quick jump over to this one and then I'll re put that one back on. So let's go. Right, we'll be one second. We've got to move. Hang on. Right, we'll put that one over there. You give me your chair. Yeah, in you come, Dave. Right. You no wheel spins. Wheelies. No wheelies, no wheel spins. There you go, yeah. brilliant. Right, have we got Dave? Let me just move that over there for you. There we are, brilliant. Happy days. Right, mate, you got to talk a bit louder. Okay. Right. So, joining me is Dave, and that's the camera we're looking at there. Uh -huh. So, Dave, uh, Canterbury, how are you doing, mate? You're right. All right, mate. All right, you sure? Good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm brilliant good. to have you yeah. on the show. Now, please, okay. please remember, we've got a watershed mark. Ah, right. So okay. you got to, you got to keep your. It'll tell a good story. The best thing to do. Is to come up and actually meet Dave, sit yeah. down with him in the morning, have a coffee, and listen to some of the time. Pete's a bit too far in Canterbury, you know. He is, yeah, he's yeah, there yeah. in Canterbury. How, how, how far is Canterbury to here? It's about 6,000 miles or something. 6,000 like 7, miles, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were in Soy Chaipun, Soy Pothole. Yes, we were. Famously opposite a very popular massage. A disgusting place. A disgusting was, place, yeah. he says. And uh, now you're over here. I mean, yeah. what was the move? Why did you move? Because you were like so well known in where you were. Yes, well, I mean, basically, I needed to downscale. Okay, okay. I'm in, a, I'm in a wheelchair and I'm, I've got a muscle wasting illness, so I don't need the workload, you know? Yeah. And, and being an ex bank robber, I don't need the money. <laughs> but at the end of the day. That uh, took him all of a minute before he drops one in. Like, at the end of the day, I just wanted to. Bit more peace in my life. Yeah. And apart from the noisy bloody traffic, which it's is uh, a bit noisy, don't it? It is today, yeah. yeah. But um it was just nice to get away from there, more organised for the bookshop, uh more space and oh, there we oh, go, oh, Lee. There we go. Gone off. Don't worry. We're um, on it, don't yeah, worry, we're on it. Yeah. Let me move that over there. Hold on. Right, so where well, I told you it's going to go. I don't yeah, know what it's doing right. now. Yeah, that one's off as well, is it? Yeah, no, that's off now. I'm going to turn it back on in a minute, but don't right. worry. Okay. We'll uh, that. Anyway. Yeah, so you were, you were... So, yeah, I wanted... And, and the old bookshop, it really needed a revamp. And it was dusty and, you know, too small. Everything was crammed in like... Sardines. So, uh, it was the obvious... Obvious move. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm much up now. Uh -huh. Even better. Look, see even better. There we are. See, we're prepared. We're prepared here. We've got, got it all angles, angles covered. covered. All angles covered. Like, like a good boy scout. Yeah. I don't like this thing. There's a lot more chins than all. So, I mean, when you moved over here, were you worried? Well, not worried. A bit concerned. I thought, well, you know, are people going to come this far? But a lot of people are coming up here because there's parking. Yeah. And, you know, once now that they found most of them found us, it's um it, you know we're getting as many customers if not more than we were down there was you yeah oh yeah and, and you know um there's the only we're pretty much the only bookshop there's another there's a german one and whatever but we're pretty much the only bookshop in Pattaya. wow and we've got a hell of a choice in there and thousands built it up over 18 years and 18 you know, years and I've, and 18 I've been here, years can you believe that i've been here 20 years in two days' time, I'll have been here 20 years. 20 years, mate. And wow. Seems like a bloody lifetime, and who would have thought? But that's life, isn't it? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Fair play, mate. Right, let me throw it back on. They're saying, um, oh, hold on, what's saying there? They're saying we've got an echo. Oh, fixed it now. Yeah, okay, we're good. We're fixed now. Brilliant. Right, right. right. That's better. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm like improvising. You know, you know what I'm like. You know what I'm like. So you've been here 20 years in two days' time. Yeah, I had a year in Bangkok at first when I, I give it a try and get acclimatised and see if I liked it. And I did, and I decided to come to good old Patea and start a business because I needed to start a business to earn a living and yeah. so on. And, and here I am, 20 well, years why later. Books? Why books? I mean, like well, we had was... a comment earlier saying about why a bookshop you don't come here to read. Not yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised how many people do. There's a big amount of expats in Patea, as you know. Yeah. You know, the beaches and the temples and all that. 
And of course, they read books as well. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, they're not all mongers, as we call them. There's quite a few, uh, there's quite a few, um, you know, people who like to appreciate a good book. Yeah. And, um, you know, we haven't been here 20 years with 50,000 books for nothing. Yeah. You know, it's here because it does all right. And it's, you know, a nice little business under the radar. You know, nobody bothers us and so on. And, yeah, people still read books. You know? Yeah. Well, you've got some really interesting books. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, I've got... He, he's come prepared, look, as I've if by my, magic, as if by magic. That's right. My new, my, my new book, when it, uh, when it comes out. Oh, yeah, up there, up there, mate, up there. I want you, you yeah, I'll do it for you, I'll do it for you. It's probably inside So his out. new book is called Life Advice for the Man with a Huge Penis. <laughs> um, yeah, so there we are. And uh, I've managed, <coughs> managed to uh, cope with it all these years, and um, <laughs> I'm writing a book about it. But so no, you're writing a book about yourself then, apparently? Yeah, something like really? that, yeah, yeah. So you should write one for me. It says, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Brilliant, mate. It's not brilliant. a penis, a clitoris. No, oh, anyway. no. Well, you were talking about it earlier. There was a guy over here earlier. He was giving him some grief, his mate. And he was saying he's had a bit of an, a bit of an altercation with a, with a woman that looks like a woman that's not a woman. Yeah, well, that's right. And yeah. uh, he was talking about she turned it inside out and tucked it back in. But that's another story. Yeah, we, we won't put that one on there because I think we will get in a lot of trouble that's for right. that one. I got in trouble last time. Yeah. You did, yeah, yeah, I sharing that. that story. That's right. One of the stories I do want you to share, though, is you've had a bit of a mix with uh, with the Rooty Tooties, didn't you, with a bit of uh, the ladies of the manners? Uh, oh, yes, yes, um, I certainly have, yes. So in case you don't know, before before Dave came out here, you were a gamekeeper. Quite a while before I came out yeah. here, I was a gamekeeper. You did more than just gamekeeper, didn't you? I might have done. I might have done. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Oh, no, come on. But no, I had a, no, I mean, I, I had, a, um, had a lady moved on to the, one of the estates I worked on just before the hurricane in 87. Okay. And, yeah, hello, are you the gamekeeper? <laughs> and one of those, you know, she came to find herself and the, she wanted to know all about the butterflies and, and the did birds have, and the bees. Did you have your weapon, Cop? I had my weapon out, all right. Yeah, so, and one day she asked me if I could get her a pheasant. She said, I love a pheasant. I've got a wonderful recipe. And, of course, we were shooting pheasants. Yeah. So I got her a pheasant. I turned up with a bottle of wine. and Because she, she said, you'll have to come and have some. And I thought, <laughs> well, you had some. I thought I've heard that before. <laughs> and I had some and over the table and, um, and produced a daughter out of it. Oh, wow. Who, who found me out here 22 years later. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah, yeah. She so came 22 out. years later, you sat there and suddenly, well, I, I, hello, Dad, how you doing? Yeah, well, I, sent, I found her mother on the internet. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, well, you know, so I sent her a message uh, and just to say, hello, you know, how are you? I won't mention her name. Yeah. How are you? And so on. And she never replied. And six months went by and I got a message because um, I knew I'd got the daughter. I'd been yeah. to see her when she was a baby. And, and back came a message, apparently you're my father. <laughs> And which I was very pleased about because I was always wondered you do, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And and then she, you know, we swapped life stories and stuff. And then she came out here. She's been out here three or four times. Brilliant. So yeah, it, oh, it turned out play. very well. Yeah. Fair play. Well, guys, if you want to ask some questions, I mean, we got any questions that you want to fire up? Uh, what books are on the top shelf? What's your top shelf? Because well, obviously, back in the day, top shelf when we couldn't reach was major. Yeah, we, we don't really have anything like that. We have some. We have an erotica section. <laughs> we do, actually, in Patea, of all places. I was going to say, do you read that before you get out? Yeah, well, something like that. Yeah, I've read them all. <laughs> and all the pages are stuck together You're now. You've probably in half of them, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, all the pages are stuck together. But anyway, um, yeah, we have an erotica section, um, you know, gay, lesbian, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but not really, a, no, we don't, we don't have any top-shelf stuff, no. Okay. What's the weirdest book you've been asked for? The weirdest book. I've Twenty been years of being here. What someone's walked in and said, "Excuse me, Governor, I just want to ask, yeah, have yeah. you got this book?" And you're thinking, "Are you for real?" What's been like one of the weirdest books you've ever been requested? Uh, oh was, my god! There was one. Uh, uh, not so much that one. That is actually a book. Oh, yeah. Um, but there was one out called um, "Does it look like I give a fuck?" Um, excuse the language. Um, which is actually a book. It is actually a book. Yeah, and it, which is quite funny. Whoever came give up with that, I didn't know. I gave him the book, <laughs> and um, <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the strange ones, you know. And there's been a few obscure ones in between, you know. Yeah. But um, with fifty odd thousand books, it's a you know job to remember anything, you know. 
Right, question. Mike says, hi, Dave. Do you have any of Billy Makin's books in Soy Pothole in the Jenny Bar? Now, uh, we know Billy Makin. You know Billy Makin is a famous fisherman, isn't he? Fly fisherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J.R. Hartley, isn't he? Fly fisherman. I've got that book at home. Yeah, there yes, you I go. Have. You've got J.R. Hartley. So you've got Billy Makin. But Billy Makin, no, I did actually offer him, or I, I said to him, why haven't I got any of your books in the bookshop? And he was going to sort some out, but never did. So, no, we haven't got any of his, no. No, there you Basically. go. So, no, no, uh, no books by Billy. But no. if you if you want to go and see Billy, he's in Soy Chime. It used to be what next door, but five or six, something like that. Yeah, and just uh, yeah, go and yeah. pop in and see in Jenny's bar. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark says mongers can read as well. Did you know? Yes, that? they can. Absolutely. That's a lot why of he's them, got glasses. A lot of them do. They're sophisticated <laughs> mongers. <laughs> Is that why you're wearing glasses? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, my right. glasses are over there. So that's right. Yeah. Don't touch them. <laughs> uh, have you got how a Thai girl mind works? Uh, uh, yeah, volume eight hundred and fifty-six. <laughs> um, yeah, um, no, I don't. Think, I think we sold out of that one. I think if if that was an, I don't think is that an actual book. I don't know, but if it is, no, I don't whoever wrote so. that, no, they got they got me having a draft. It's under, the, it's under the fantasy section, I think. Well, it's it's only got to be one page. One page, isn't yeah, that's it? Money. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Just ATM. Open the front, money, close. That's it. Job done. <laughs> Pin number. That's right. Uh, question, Dave. What is the best fictional book set in Thailand that seems more real than it is? What's your best fictional book here that seems real but it's not? Probably Private Dancer because that is fictional. Although um, you know people do think that it's about a certain person, mm -hmm. uh, the author. But yeah, probably Private Dancer. Yeah, is a good um, is a good one. Uh, there's also um, Jake Needham's A Woman of Bangkok. Okay, is has always been very popular. It was, although it was published in 1956, but it was more more of a literary uh, effort than a than a fiction sort of effort. But that's always been a very popular book, and we have that as well. Um, but Private Dance has always been the top one, and A Money Number One. Is more on the funny side of it, you know, and yeah. uh, that's always been very popular. And and most of the time, those books don't come back. They don't get traded back in. Yeah, because you operate a trading system. Yeah, right? yeah. You you buy a book for, say, 100 baht, read it and give it around your mates and then bring it back and you get 50% off the next book. So that's providing the pages aren't stuck. Yes, it's all stuck together. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, do you get, I mean, obviously, kind of like a busman's holiday, but like when you do go home and you relax or you, you get some time to do do you actually ever take any of these books and read them? Or yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. I mean, I've done more reading of books since I've been writing a book yeah. than I did before because I was always too busy. You know, I read a lot of bits about books so I can let people know and stuff, and I put them on the internet. We have a group on Facebook, Can't Be Told Bookshop, of course, Yeah. and I put them on there all the time, a variation of what we have. And, yeah, I mean, I read lots of bits about books, and sometimes I think, you know, even some of the better-known authors, I think, what a load of crap. But, I mean, <laughs> it, you know, they're, they're very commercial nowadays. These, Just these, say how it is, mate. What a load of crap. Well, no, some of it, you know, you read 10 pages of somebody going shopping and buying a buying a new hat and a pair of shoes, and then they get blown up, you know. I mean, <laughs> then all of a sudden the book starts. But, oh dear. you know, the first 10 pages are like, God, really, you know. Um, but, you know, it, it's showed me certain things I need to articulate in my book, you know, yeah. certain things that I wasn't aware of before. So um, that's, that's helped yeah. me a lot. You know? I'll ask yeah. you, mate. Yeah. question I want to ask you, I want to ask you this question. Obviously, sure. you've been here 20 years. Yeah. When you're out in the nighttime and, you know, you've been out and about, what's, what was I over don't those... go out. I'm happily married. What, over there, well, when you were going out looking at your mates having a good time. Oh, right. right, when, right. When, you, when you were doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, out of the 20 years yeah. of being here, you've seen hundreds of go-go bars come and go. Uh, yeah, what's I've the one that sticks in, one, in your mind? No, I, I know uh, you haven't. No, what one sticks in your mind where your mates went in and you said, what was it like? And they said it was good. The one um, that sticks in your mind. Windmill. Ooh, yeah, windmill. yeah, that's um, everything sticks in there. I, I nearly went in there once and it was bloody disgusting, so I came out again. And um, I've got the um, yeah, yeah, um, we'll leave that there. Yeah, that's we'll right, leave, yeah. we'll leave that one that there. Disgusting, <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can understand that, right? Uh, how's your sports bios? The sports bios, we've got a lot, we've got a lot of sports bios. We recently had actually a big lot of Arsenal sports books in. I imagine they went out really quick. They no, got they're, so popular. They're, they're still in there. Their pages no, are all they're not. You're lying. No, they're they're not. No, and we've got some videos over there. 
Arsenal videos. A bloke who was going back to... Uh, Who's top of the table, mate? A bloke going back to the UK. He was a gooner. Yeah. And he w couldn't take all his books and he, and he brought them in here. So I'd have yeah. tossed me clothes away and kept the books. He tossed what? <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, uh, no, we have a lot of sports. We have golf books, football books, most popular, of course. And everything in between, really. Yeah, a lot of oh, sports fair biographies. Play, mate. Fair play. And stuff, yeah. There you go, guys. Come down. There's Arsenal books in there. Arsenal books. Can you believe it? That's, That's right. They yeah, they're, top, they're top of the league and top shelf now. Top of the league, top, top. Yeah. As long as we're there in about another four months, I'll yeah, be happy. That's right. Just yeah, over yeah. four months, happy days. Right. Yeah. Uh, is there a charge or a membership fee for your books? No, you just you just come in and buy one and bring it back and get fifty percent and carry on like that. And you can, if you've got books you don't want, you can trade your own books in. Okay, we'll give you credit depending on the age, the author, and the condition. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that worked very well as well. That's how we've built the stock over the years. You know, people trade in their books. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, like, for people that come out here, guys, if you are coming out, you know, if you're going to chill down on the beach for the whole day, you know, there's only so much sunbathing you can do. There's only so much people watching you can do. You know, come and grab a book, you know, sit down, have a flick through. And like they said, bring it back, you get 50% of your money back. Anyway, and they're like 100 bar. What's your most expensive book? Well, we have a few new ones. So they're, they're always, you know, a third cheaper than Asia book, for example. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we do have a few new ones. But the average price is... Between 100 and 180 bar, oh, depending nothing, on guys. the book. And some are a little bit dearer, and a lot, we have a lot of 60 bar and yeah. stuff like that. Some of the older ones are, are still readable, but a bit tatty. But again, you know, it's 60 bar, you bring it back, and you, it's cost you 30 bar to read it. 50 yeah. pence, isn't it? You know, yeah, nothing in it. More or less. Yeah, no. so, but yeah, it's always been a popular thing. You know, and we've got, you know, a huge section of fiction, and we've got true crime, war, biographies, history, politics which should be in the fantasy section, of course, <laughs> and um, travel and all the Thailand books. And, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, How many books have science you got? fiction. Well, I was hoping you were going to go and count them. Well, I would, but I ain't got time. <laughs> you got so many. I'll be here a week. Yeah, 50,000 probably. <laughs> I, I would think easily, yeah. 50,000 books. And we had to move them recently from the old shop to the new shop. And being in a wheelchair, I couldn't do a lot. And yeah. it was frustrating, but. We got it done, and they're, and they're organised in there well, you know. Yeah, no, fair play, man. But it's yeah. good. I mean, the thing is, as well, like, people won't appreciate, like, if you haven't been here, like, Soy Chai Food, Soy Pothole is a very, very popular area because there's a lot of girly bars there, a lot of massage bars there. So, of course, you would naturally get visuals because people walk past, oh, hello, it's going to be tails there. Whereas here in Soy Bonkot 6, this is a destination venue. But the nice thing about it is if you haven't found it, use an app called Bolt. Download it on your phone. You can type in Canterbury Tales, and they, it ah. tells them exactly where you are. But what you need to do is put in Canterbury Tales Bookshop, not Canterbury Tales Cafe, as it was before. Oh, right, okay. Because Canterbury Tales Cafe will take them to the old shop, okay. whereas now it's Canterbury Tales Bookshop. That brings you right here. Okay, well, there you go, guys. So Canterbury Tales Bookshop gets you here, and uh, like I say, at the end of the day, the Bolt app's brilliant, because if you don't know where you're going, you're not likely to find this place. But if you just type it in, bang, they'll come here, they'll wait for you, Take you back. Jobs are good. Yeah. Uh, Carl says, I like to read. I've just finished reading Gordon's, Gordon, R, finished R.G. Gordon's book, Five Crazy Years. Never heard of that book? Never heard of it. No. no. He says, it's a brilliant book, Five Crazy right. Years. Don't know, mate. Sorry. And if you're in Patea, bring it in and trade it in when you're finished with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I like sort of like the dandy and the beano and yeah, that's yeah, about yeah, my yeah. level, really. <laughs> he doesn't even know what we're talking about. What's the dandy in? Oh, hello. Yeah, he's, he's not the old you. comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, you've never seen. Have you ever? Do you ever remember the old uh, the uh, yearly annual? Mm -hmm. I remember comics. I yeah, he remembers. It. He hasn't got a clue. He's, he's too young for us. Good old days. Yeah, yeah, good old right. days. Uh, any e-books? I don't think you have. No, we don't do e-books. No, I mean there, there are too many grey areas, and there's you know. Um, no, we don't do e-books. No. Any X-rated books? Uh, yeah, we have an <laughs> erotic, erotica section. In fact, the, the Karma Sutra came in this morning, and yeah, seriously, and it went on the in the erotica section. Okay, well there we are. There right, we so are. You want your erotica section? <laughs> you know where to come if you forgot how to do it. You know, memoirs of a go-go owner. Memoirs of a go-go owner by no idea, but I reckon yeah. you could probably write one, can you? Well, I've never had a go-go bar, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't want one for nothing. But at the end of the day, no, I've not heard of that book. No. Yeah. Right. It's probably out there, but I don't, if you knew the author, 
I could probably tell you if we've had it. But yeah. All right, well, we'll have a look at that one. We'll see if we can find that one. Uh, Preference says, Hi, Trevor and Dave. I was booked for Canterbury Tales on Side Chopin. Now I'm at the Nuren Condos and looking forward to it. Oh, so he was booked in at your place. Right, okay. He yep. was booked. Have you still got that? Is that your, are they rooms they still No, got? no. It, we, we're nothing to do with it anymore. Um, Tom, the guy who's down there, he's honouring some of our bookings okay. that I had from before. But I just, you know, he, he deals with it all now. I have yeah. nothing to do with it anymore. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm quite happy to be away from the rooms. I mean, recently there was a guy staying there and he came home back to the room and he said, when I got back to the room, the sink had fallen off the wall and smashed on the floor. And I'm not kidding. This is a true story. And, of course, I contacted Tom because he contacted me. And there's no way. I no. mean, the sink, you know. No. And I said, if you'd have told me you was rumpy pumpy and your girlfriend on the sink in the shower, you know, and, and yeah. it fell off. But, but it, and that's what happened. Yeah. But he didn't want to tell me because he knew he had to pay for it. And and that's the sort of thing, and I'm glad I'm out of that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's I mean, it's got silicon all round it, and two. And he said it it was smashed on the floor when he got back to the room. I've got a good question for you, and I'm going to just oh, jump on. Okay. Uh, I've got a good question there. Uh, Sandgrover says, "Hi, Dave. What is the best and the worst change in Patea in the last twenty years, in your opinion? What's been the best thing that's changed, best and what's been the worst God, thing?" Blimey. We got him now. Uh, we have, have to give him those things. Have a think about that. It's, 20 years, it's, mate. There's probably many of them. Um, What's been the one thing you think? Do you know what? I wish they'd never done that. Uh, I can't imagine there's anything I wish they'd never have done. I mean, the, 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 you know, there's a lot more wide girls around than there used to be. Um, you know, you, you, you mean salad dodgers? Yes, right. <laughs> you, know, you know, you used to go around. And a, and a fat girl would stand out. I mean, it would be like one in a million. Now it's, you know, it's like they're everywhere. I mean, yeah, just everything I know. But no, the girls are big nowadays. Yeah. Um, you know, they used to sing to me, you know, who ate all the pies. <laughs> and, now, and now it's them. But no, that's not a derogatory thing. A lot of guys like a big girl, you know. Yeah. Um, but, um, I've never, you know, because it took me years to find a girl with bigger boobs than me. And um, so on. But no, you know, um, what would be the worst thing? Christ, I can't think of anything that, that would... What's no, the I, best thing? The best thing... What's the thing you think, do you know what, that was a brilliant move. I'm glad they've done that. Um, probably, and, it, and, I, and I do enjoy Thai food. I eat more Thai food than anything else. But, but I can remember you couldn't get a tea bag. You couldn't get a decent pie and all that sort of stuff. And uh, now you can get everything. So that's that's one thing that has really caught up. Are there, are there any tea bags in your erotica section? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of my scrotum. Oh, anyway. you, you wanted to tell that story, didn't well, you? Well, no. I was how, just, how dodgy is it? We were talking about being in a wheelchair, and and the, and I'm, uh, it's a muscle-wasting illness I have called myositis, and nobody's ever heard of it. Even the neurologist in the Bangkok Potato had never heard of it. But um, I have to, my wife bed baths me every night. And I have to tell her, you know, like my scrotum is filthy, darling. Can you give it a good scrub? But anyway, um, I hope all the children out there don't know what a scrotum is, uh, particularly my grandchildren. And anyway, so, but no, that was. Um, <laughs> okay. So, I see. So is, uh, I guess she's got it down to a good art. She has. She's very expert now. She knows. Um, that's right. And um, anyway, let, let's swing uh, we'll, low. And yeah. anyway, we'll leave we'll leave the scrotum washing. We'll leave the scrotum. Yeah, there so, are benefits from being in a wheelchair. You see, because I get uh, a terrible itchy scrotum. In fact, we're I moving have, on. We're moving I on. I'm not leaving. I have the world record for the itchiest scrotum. <laughs> Go on, carry right. On. So, real space Homer says, do you have any Murakami books available? Murakami. Uh, yes. Do you? Haruki Murakami. They're in the uh, Mirakami section. What's that, paper folding? No. Well, that's origami. That's it? origami. No, he's an author, a Japanese author. Uh, we, have some of, we, we have some of his in there, yeah. They're in the fiction, so they're okay. a fiction book, yeah. There you go. Come down, mate. You've got your books yeah. waiting for of you. Of course. Saying that, you know, I don't check every day how many Mirakami books we have in, so <laughs> they come and go, you know. So I hope we still have some when you manage to get here. I'm yeah. amazed you even knew he was. That's right. I'm thinking, origami, that's paper folding. <laughs> yeah, Haruki Murakami, yeah. No, he's a... Do you know what? When you go on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and you need to phone a friend, 
Get him on it. Get him on it. He yeah. knows his onions as our Dave. Uh, question from Richard says, Dave, what is the worst part of owning a bookshop in Patea? What's the worst part? The frustration I have with this muscle-wasting illness. By a mile, obviously, I can't do. I'm very limited what I can do. But I have now, um, I can type by talking to my, okay. I think I have um, type, uh, text to talk to text. Yeah. A Dragon software, which enables me to reply to messages and emails and, and continue with my book. And so, in terms of like the running, I mean, obviously I appreciate the situation you're in, but in terms of like the actual business, running the business, I mean, is this something you think, oh, that really does my head in and it happens quite a lot, or is it pretty much over 20 years now you've got it nailed down? You le yeah, you learn, you learn to be very tolerant, not only with a bookshop in Pattaya, with everything. You learn yeah. to be tolerant. Somebody told me once, if you get 80% of what you was expecting, you're, you're well. doing well. But no, I've not really had anything that's really pissed me off. Now and again, you know, you get customers. Now and again, most of 99% are fine. Same with the rooms before, you know. There were, oh, you know, I'll tell you about the time I got hit on the head with a wooden leg. Um, you mean you know Jimmy? You know Jimmy? What are you doing? No, this, on the head with a wooden leg. This was an American guy but years ago. And it's a long story, so I won't bore you with it. No, go on, because the irony, the reason why we're laughing, right, we got a guy in here, buzzing Jimmy, right. and he's actually got a wooden leg. Oh, okay. Well, this guy, years ago, checked into down the road. I was still walking and all that. He's an American guy, and he, you know, he had a, he had a dis dysfunctional arm, one arm, and he was walking with a limp, and I assumed he had a wooden leg. So he, he checked into one of the rooms up the soy, because we had three buildings then. Yeah. And the next day, one of the other guests came down. He said, Dave, you need to go up there. There's a terrible smell of SHIT. Oh, right. And outside the, the, the first floor room, there's a load of poo. Oh, no. So I went up there. We took the staff up there to clean it up. I knocked on the door, and it was the guy with the wooden leg. And I heard from the other side of the door, ah, fuck off, and all this. He was drunk. All right. So I opened the door. And the smell. And what had happened was, he got up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet, forgot to put his leg on, hit the floor, and shat went everywhere. <laughs> and of course, um, basically, there was bottles everywhere, and shat everywhere, and, and it was awful. And we were all going, with oh, the smell no. of it. So... I said to him, I said, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to go. I said, I can't have this. So we start to get his stuff. We're making a chain and getting his stuff, put it in the suitcase. I picked his leg up from in the corner and put it next to him and turned around again. And as I turned around back again, he hit me between the eyes with it. And, and, and I went, what the? F and, I, and I nearly, you know, clapped yeah. him. And from <laughs> behind me came a bottle. It hit him straight between the eyes, one of the staff. Clatted him with a bottle. Oh, God. Anyway, we got rid of him in the end, but he he, uh, he was so drunk. Uh, well, that's a claim to fame now. I got hit with a wooden... Yeah, right between the eyes. It cut me, and I was bleeding all across here. But, um... Jimmy, you be careful. I don't think his name was Jimmy. He was an American as well. Oh, dear. Oh, but, dear. Uh, right. Um, uh, oh, here we go. Dave, what make of shotgun did you use for gamekeeping and bank robbing? <laughs> Most of the same one and I was, as I... Oh, no, I nearly... No, uh, yeah, 12 ball shotgun mostly. And what make was it? It was a, a well, I had um, AYA, an AR, and it's a Spanish one. Yeah. Uh, a super, um, God, several, uh, a Bakel, an old Russian one. Um, we confiscated quite a few off the of poachers and um, I sold them in the end. But anyway, that's another story. I bet catching the poachers was fun. Read about it in the book. I bet when you went in to go and catch the boat, was I, that good fun? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Victor Sarasquita. I think that was a Spanish one or an Italian one. That was a an ejector. But, yeah, mostly AYAs or any sort of cheap stuff, really, because you throw them in the back of the motor and throw them about and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know um, Dave at Fenty's in um, uh, Passionac? He's, uh, he's an ex-gunsmith. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's just... From, he's where a, from? Uh, I'm not sure where he's from, but he, he made... Uh, it was from London, yeah, but he made, oh, right. he made gunsmith. He was uh, for all the rich and famous. Oh, right, right. Yeah, he, he would he, have made purdies and all that sort of stuff then. Mate, yeah. Uh, lots and lots of money, yeah. There'd, yeah. Be, a, there'd be a pair of matching pair, you know. Yeah, you know? that's right, yeah. He said I, used to, I used to load for um, 
guys at Eastwell Park and various other places, they shoot double guns right. and a thousand birds a day, you know, um, wow. eight or ten guns. And, a thousand and they, birds in a day? Oh, yeah. I went on the world record partridge shoot down in Suffolk somewhere it was. I loaded for a fellow called Ian Kemsley who was invited on this partridge shoot because he was such a good shot. But there, there were so many partridges and they were so bloody fat. It was all about shooting, <laughs> shooting, uh, shooting numbers and not sport, yeah. you know, and it was a bit of a letdown, actually. But they shot, I think it was about 2,000 in one day. Wow. Something ridiculous, but there was no sport involved. It was all, you know, but I loaded for Ian and uh, he was an exceptionally good shot. Mm. And um, in fact, he, uh, he had some land on the Isle of Sheppey. And I was doing the prison work on the Isle of Sheppey and also going duck and goose shooting on the Isle of Sheppey. And part of the book is about that. Because okay. it, got, it got quite interesting. Brilliant. I've got a comment here for you. Right. Uh, Michael says, I first met Dave in his original Canterbury Tales, which was on the other side of the road in Soichowin. You were often left to do the cooking as your chefs kept letting you down. Yeah, I was. That's right. Hello, Michael. Yeah, I was. I mean, back in when we first opened, um, I... I you know, staff has always been a problem. Everybody will tell you that. And, um, uh, yeah, sometimes across the road when we first opened in the first shop, I would be in there and I used to say to people, I've sweated I've sweated over your dinner. Actually, I've sweated in it. But, um, no, that, I do a lot of cooking. Yeah, I used to do it. And uh, you don't have a, a cooking facility here now, do you? No, we... Thank goodness for that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's very salty. Oh, there. Oh, back to Ian. What else have you got, mate? Do you miss watching the blokes coming out of the bar? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. So, obviously, because in case you don't know what Dave's going to reply to, basically, in Soy Chaipoon, where Dave's shop was at Canterbury Tales originally, across the road was some very interesting massage places. And you used to have the old timers on, didn't you? We did. We had a lot of fun over the years. And um, unfortunately, now it's two fat birds and a dog having a crap. But a Doberman, as it goes. But no, it. it you, you know, once you've got all the memories and the novelty wears off a little bit and, and you're the reasons, you know, that we moved up here are relevant, I, I don't really miss it, no. You know? No, not really, no. I don't. I honestly can say that. And, I, you know, I've, as I say, I've got the memories. I'm a, a forward-thinking person, yeah, really. Yeah. And, uh, you know, same with the old gamekeeping days and all that. I've still got all the memories, you know. Some, you know, I'd prefer to forget if I could, but uh, there we are. And uh, a lot of it's in my book anyway, so, yeah, uh, you know, so on. But, no, I don't really miss it as such, um, you know, because I say the novelty wore off and it became noisy and I'm in a bloody wheelchair and, you know, they, they have no concern about anybody else. They're only concerned about mm. screaming the place down and getting them in the bars. And I get that. That's fair enough. But. It wasn't fitting for a for a bookshop, you know. You've been here twenty years. I've been here twenty years. In two days' time. In two days' time. What's been the favourite place you've been to in Thailand in that twenty years? Well, obviously, I'm going to say Pattaya. I mean, we we bought a house and so on, so I've been very comfortable here, very happy to be here. Um, you know, I never envisaged when I came here that my daughter was only about fourteen then that she was going to end up with children, and I miss that beyond belief but as you know once you've made a life here and you realize it's probably a bit better than i might have had back home yeah yeah it's very difficult to leave and i've you know I'm, i've got my wife i'm still with her after 18 years oh yeah 18 years um yeah and you know I, how can you turn away and walk away from that and my other daughter who found me after 20 odd years she she sort of half expected me to up roots and come back because right. she found me. But yeah. I can't. I couldn't do that. I mean, I wouldn't. And, you know, okay, I'm in a wheelchair and I've got this bloody thing. And I've only been back once in 20 years. Have you? Wow. When my father passed away. And, um, and that's it, you know. Uh, so taking away your wheelchair situation, yeah. if I was to get your wife now and say, sweetheart, come here, you go away. What would she say to me is your worst habit? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> God Almighty! And you're not allowed to use your wheelchair. I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you. <laughs> All right. No, I don't. I don't think I've got one. No, she would. She would probably disagree with that. But, <laughs> I reckon she uh, would as well. No, we've got on. We've got on very well. I mean, if you're still together with a yeah with a Thai lady after 18 years, you're not doing bad. Yeah. And of course, the business has 
been a big part of that. Um, you know, she she was a teacher before. You know, I've I've said to her in the past, think about you know what would you just think about going back to being a teacher? I mean, it, it don't even come into it because they they get treated pretty poorly actually. Mm, mm. So yeah, she's done very well out of it. We've got a nice house, etc. And so yeah, you know, we 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 still get on very well. And yes. she has to look after me and scrub me scrotum, and um, she's become a very good scrotum scrubber as it goes. <laughs> and uh, um, to put up with me, she um, deserves all she gets, you know. No, fair play, mate. Sure. Uh, I've got a question here from Kevin. says, what about magazines? Uh, I've got a few Playboys with some of the pages stuck together. <laughs> in magazines, have you got any we, old Playboy stuff in? We haven't got anything like that because why would you need that in Pattaya? But, no, we've got we've got some, we've got quite a lot of magazines. We've got some, even somebody dropped off some New Yorker magazines. Okay. I mean, Probably not a lot of interest, and in, in fact, I don't think we've sold any. But and there's also uh, a magazine called Flight, I think it is, all about everything to do with aeroplanes from the war to modern stuff. And we got a big pile of them in there. And there'll be a few others, but mostly yeah. not really. I mean, you know, they're not much of a something we've really had over the years. There's a guy here, I think you know, he says, uh, his name's John. He says, Hi, Dave, John Richardson. Here, do you remember our first time with Mr. Croucher oh, at the Huntstead sitting around the camp? Oh, fires? yes. Hello, what's, John. What's that about? What's, what's... Well, when we were at school, we had a project, a rural science project. Mr. Croucher was our, he was probably the most favourite teacher of everybody at the yeah. school. And he ran the rural science um, classes. And we had a project at Huntstead where they had sphagnum moss, for example, which was quite rare. And the gypsies used to come and steal it to make their hanging baskets and stuff. And we would have, yeah, we'd have a lot of good fun. We'd go out there. I think it was on a Friday on our bikes. It was a couple of miles from the school. We're, we're on camera, but I think we're on camera. Sorry. Okay, Sorry. Yeah, we're, yeah, you're live streaming now. Look, there you go, buddy. Look, you're on the, you're on the camera. Say hello. <laughs> All right, buddy. Yeah, so, and, and uh, yeah, we, yeah, it was enjoyable. And, of course, that was my thing then. I was gamekeeping yeah. already or doing a lot of stuff on that and i so i knew most of the birds and trees and everything else so yeah it was great fun and there you go mate. good to hear from you john come on john write down in the comments what was he like as a youngster what did he oh, get up to <laughs> look he's cringing now don't, I, don't, good boy. <laughs> I don't reckon what was he like at school drop your comment we'll have a look for it what was he like at school give away one of his little secrets i'll give you that tenor i owe you <laughs> right back to you in any book on arsenal's top five finishes season 20 yeah, Ian, yeah. why are you putting up? He's sat there giggling like a little kid. He's got his little bit in there now. Yeah, go on, Arsenal, whatever. Um, do you have any collector's books? We have a few, um, probably quite a few rare books and hard-to-find books. And, and very often, if something unusual comes in, I'll Google it. And I've got books that, you know, two or 300 quid, 500 quid, whatever. But most of the time... I mean, they're sitting at home in my cabinets, most of, the, most of them, because, you know, it's a lot of messing around mm -hmm. to, to ship them and all that and find a buyer for them and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's quite a few uh, unusual books, you know, mm. uh, and rare books. But they're only worth maybe three or 400 quid, 500 quid, some of them. Yeah. So, I'm going to talk about a book here. Billy's just put a question here. He said, what are some good books for expats that help people to move out here to Thailand? Uh, well, there are a few books on that subject. Uh, uh, Pattaya and living in Pattaya and Rayong and that sort of thing. I would suggest Common Sense Prevails uh, in most of life anyway. But in, in Thailand, you know, never never stay anywhere long term or never pay for anywhere long term until you've lived in it for, say, a month. Um, yeah, because you'll, you'll probably have soy dogs barking them. Yeah, you yeah. pay a year up front and you ain't getting your money back. Yeah, and I was a telling advice. a guy earlier about he, he just moved into somewhere nearby and he said about the electric, he's got to pay, he's paying six and a half thousand baht a month for the for the room, Not which is quite cheap. Yeah, I thought you were saying he, he had to pay a deposit of six and a half grand for the electric and water. And I said to him, Have you asked him where your meter is? He said, why would I do that? I said, well, because you're going to get screwed over on your electric. Yeah. See, look at your meter, take a photo of it when you move in. Yeah. And if they say there isn't one, 
you're guaranteed you're going to be screwed over. Yeah, definitely. They'll be uh, adding theirs onto yours. And, and the electric, they'll tell you it's 4,000 baht. You probably won't need the air con and, and you ain't getting your money back. So. And of course, they're going to tell you the unit charge is like 15 baht. Well, a unit that's right. that rubbish. He did say they said it was seven baht. If you haven't got a meter, you know, or you can't, that, yeah. if you don't see it, you're going to get done over. Yeah. And that's one of the most common things, yeah. Kenneth says, are all your books in English? No, we have German, Dutch, Scandinavian, French, uh, a few Italian, um, even, even Icelandic. Yeah, Scandinavian, Sweden, Norway, Danish and all that. So, no, we have a section. We have a... Uh, quite a few books in German and Dutch and all that stuff. So I'm going to ask a stupid question now. Okay. Got any books in Thai? We have a few in Thai, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, they're, don't we don't get many Thai people buying books now and again? You know, a, a fella will come in and he's got Thai girlfriend to buy a book, but or or she'll buy he'll buy mm. her a book. But no, we're not too many. They're not very popular. We got a few children's books as well, but because okay. we've started getting more kids up here than we did down there. For obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're just, and because we've got the space in here for, for a few kids' books, so we have a few of those, yeah. John says, you were never a good boy. You loved your ferrets. I did a, quite a lot of ferreting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The right. grin on his face says it all. The grin on his face. I've done a bit of ferreting out here as well, I can tell you. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> right, anyway, uh, what we're doing, we're, we're near the end now. Uh, a question from Mike says, is there anywhere that you can do clay shooting over here? I've never heard of anywhere. I know there's somewhere in Bangkok. Is that right? There is a place in Bangkok I heard about years ago, but I never bothered and all that. And, and now, obviously, yeah. you know, but um, I always found it difficult to uh, make a clay pigeon pie. You know, they're a bit tough to eat. So it was never a, chewy, are they? never my thing, <laughs> really. No. Right. We've got a couple more minutes. So look, we'll get two or three more questions in. And uh, then I'm going to let this, this legendary guy, he's a great guy. Uh, we're going to let you get off. Uh, Nigel says, hi, Dave. Great to see you again live and spitting. I wrote a book a few years ago at my trade, just a guide to help businesses. Can I send you a copy on your marks, a designer's guide? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're, we're always interested in new books or, or, or books we haven't got any of or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, do so. There you yeah. go, mate. Drop your, drop your book in there, mate. Sure, no dramas sure. whatsoever. All right, last couple of questions here. What you got there for me, mate? What have you got? What is a hidden gem for people to go to in Patel? Oh, dear. Oh, right. dear. I'm uh, cringing and I'm thinking of my answers. Where do you start? I mean, bearing in mind, I haven't really been out drinking or anything else for five or six years now. I'm in a wheelchair. I'm in my own little comfort zone. And I've been there and done it and wore the T-shirt out and et cetera. So I've got all the memories again. And I yeah. don't – I sort of miss it, but, but I don't sort of miss it really. In the end of the, at the end of the day, I'm quite content. Uh, to still be able to come down here and have a chat with the lads yeah. every Monday, you Wednesday, still do Friday. Lunch? Pardon? You still do your lunch? Yeah, at the seaside, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah brilliant. Um, so, yeah, we have our little meetings in here and we we put the world to rights, you know. The, some they of the, do as well. Some of the questions and stuff, the talk, we, oh, God. I've come in here before and, like, there's a big group you sat around the table, you're all having a chin wag. It's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, right, yeah, it's yeah. It's brilliant. Right, last question here, what we got? Uh, Dave, if you could choose any author... To come to the shop and sit down for a chat, who would you want to sit down and talk with? Any author? Well, it would it would probably be um, uh, who would it be? Um, I mean, I would say Stephen Leather because he used to come in, and I want to run my book past him to see what he thinks about it. Okay. But he, he's too busy. He's made movies now, and he's become very popular. And we had a bit of an issue way back with the with his books, but. Um, um, yeah, probably Stephen, I would say. I mean, I've met Dean Barrett and, and a few others. They've been in the bookshop, and they're all, they're all great fun and stuff. And um, But, yeah, Stephen Leather, he's, you know, he's um, – I sort of felt I was on his wavelength when he used to come in the other shop, and he used to bring private dancer in and sign them and all that stuff. And, yeah, interesting guy, yeah. yeah. So your book, when, when's it out? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm nearly finished my book. Um, I'm still toying with an idea of a bit I wasn't going to put in and then I am going to put it in and if I go to prison, so be it. Um, no, I'm joking. I wish. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting towards it, you know, to doing the end of it. Um, it's being proofread and, and edited as we speak, as it goes on. So, yeah, in the next few months, it's going to be out there. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to do a, 
a book of short stories. Oh, you know, yeah. the guy with a wooden leg and many, many others of 20 years in Pattaya, you know. Brilliant. Or Thailand and Brilliant. stuff. And, um, and see how my book goes and, you know, it's just it's something I wanted to leave behind, you know. Well, I'm sure, you know, if, if your book has got half the tales that I know you can tell, it will oh, be a fantastic God. read. It really will. Yeah. And uh, once Dave does bring it out, what I will do is I will publish that for you and let you know uh, that it's available. Um, Peter says, Hero Dave saved a suicide attempt from the river in Canterbury. Yes, I did. You know, I was driving a taxi and a guy came walking past uh, with a white stick and a duffel coat on, only a young lad, and he, he said to me, where's the river? And I thought, well, you know, and I said, just across there, the River Stour by the Westgate Towers. And um, basically, I said, what do you want to know that for? And he said, oh, I'm going to jump in. And I just thought, yeah, right. Oh. So I thought, actually, he did look a bit serious. Mm. So I drove around the corner as he's trying to jump over, the, climb over the wall because he was blind. And there's a little wall there. And bugger me, he jumped straight in the river. So I leapt in behind him. Luckily, it was did only only up to about here and I'm shouting and shouting yep, you know like because it was dark and pissing hard and um, then someone heard and then called the police and we got him out and it turned out he was obviously he was a bit of a cry for help more than anything else but I mean he, would have, he had a duffel coat on and he was trying to push himself away from me under the water wow. and it was quite hard work to keep him above water but anyway he, it turned out his carer had been nicking all his money and buying drugs with it oh. and abusing him and all that and so on. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, this is how it all evolved onto the, the Samaritans. I found a couple of people in their cars dead. Well, one was dead and one was still alive. You know, it, when you're gamekeeping in the middle of the bloody night, you're driving around, and that's when they tend to do it and um, so on. So, yeah, I mean, that sort of went on to the Samaritans and then I started working for them or, you know, volunteering for them and then got involved in the prisons and the listener scheme in the prisons and how that developed over a period of time and it's well worthy of a book, although I say it myself. Um, and that's a, a big part of the book is all that that went on through the prison system and, and the people I met in there and what they got up to and what I got drawn into and and... Uh, and run off to Thailand after in 2003 well, in a bit of a hurry. Anyway, uh, but that's another story. Because well, the, book, playing, because the book is all fiction, you understand. <laughs> yeah, well, fair play for doing that. Yes. You know, like you say, it takes, uh, it takes a certain kind of person. Yeah, it's a fair play to well, well, anybody would have done it. Well, you just, say that. I, was, you say I was in the place at the time. Yeah, no, you, you, you say that. It takes a certain kind of person to do this. Yeah. Fair play to you. Fair play. Well, Dave, I, I honestly, we could talk for another 10 hours. It would be sure, never dull. Sure. It would be fantastic. But unfortunately, yeah. we have come to the end of the hour show. It's been That's an right. Thank you so much, Steve. All right, Trev. Thank you so much, Steve. It's been an absolute pleasure. Guys, please, you know, if you come out here, do me a favor. Just come up to Canterbury Tales. Come and see Dave. You're here most mornings? I'm here Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays from about 10 a.m. to when we close about 5 o'clock, 5, there you 6 o'clock. So you've got uh, plenty of time. Sit down, have a coffee with him. He'll tell you some stories that we agreed before we did this that he couldn't tell you on here because we'd get uh -uh. Uh -huh. um, But come up Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Come up. I'll put the link uh, to their Facebook page in the description below. So please come up and say hello. You know, come and have a look at the books. You know, I know sometimes, I must admit, myself included, you know, when I first thought about books, I said, really, would you read a book here? But like Dave says, you know, if you're on the beach and stuff like that, you know, you do need things to do. You do need things to occupy yourself. There's a lot so, of bits here, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, come up, come up and say hello. Come and grab a coffee. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays from 10 o'clock onwards. Yeah. 10 o'clock onwards till 5 o'clock. So you've got seven hours of his attention, and trust me, he'll give you some Apart stories. from when I go down the seaside for me lunch on a Friday afternoon. It's Friday afternoon, About yeah. one o'clock for an hour. <laughs> there you go. It's a bit of a tradition with the lads, but the rest of the time I'm here, yeah. Happy days. Well, it's been a pleasure, mate. Thanks All right, so mate. No All right, so there we are, guys. That's it for me and Dave and Ian, and uh, we're going to wrap it up now. I hope you've enjoyed this format. We're going to try and do this a lot more often where we bring people onto the channel where you can ask some questions and things like that, which makes it a little bit more interesting and just Ian and myself. Uh, so fingers crossed you've enjoyed that. Remember, I'll keep you posted on this book and uh, we'll, we'll see where that develops. And uh, that's it from me. That's it from Dave and that's it from Ian. Thank you very much for watching, guys. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. 
Uh, Ian, you've put your banners on for... Yeah, Parkour Friday, 2 p.m. Come to the Buzzing Bar, 2 p.m. Next Wednesday, if you are here, we do have our, our pool party. So come and join that Wednesday, 2 p.m. at the Buzzing Bar. Come and join the pool party. It's good. Let's leave it at that. All right, that's it for me. That's it for me. And that's it from Dave. Thank you so much. I'd like to say a big thank you to the admin team in the background. A huge thank you to those of you that kindly sent in some chat, uh, some super chats. And to you guys for being part, asking the questions, it'd be fantastic, brilliant. And uh, I'll announce in the very early stages of next week who we're going to have joining with us next Thursday. Until then, guys, stay safe. Lovely. Marvellous. <laughs>